The longest psalm in the Bible is Psalm 119. It has been called the Psalm of the Scriptures because it concentrates on one thing, the amazing sufficiency of God's Word for our lives. Open to Psalm 119 today and open your heart to the Lord as we join Scott Pauley in this study. It is our prayer that through God's truth, you will find all you need. When we started our study of Psalm 119, we started with a word. You remember the word? It's the first word of Psalm 119. It is also the first word of the first two verses, and it is the word blessed. Now, we talked about the blessing of the Lord, and we agreed we all wanted the blessing of the Lord. We wanted the full blessing of God. Well, today, I want to bring you to a truth that may not be as exciting to hear, but it is nevertheless reality, and it is one we all need, and it is this, that many of God's blessings come through affliction, the blessings of affliction. Now, we all want the blessing of God, but we want it without any affliction. Now, we, we even have this idea that if we really have the blessing of God, affliction won't come. And then on the other hand, maybe the blessing of God will come after the affliction has passed, Has it ever dawned on you that some of God's greatest blessings come in the midst of and out of the affliction that he allows? We've been studying Psalm 119 a section at a time, but today I'm going to do something a little different, time out for a moment. I want to study one word with you. It's the word affliction, just a word from the word. And I'm doing it here because it is first mentioned in Psalm 119 in verse number 50. This is my comfort in my affliction, for thy word hath quickened me. Do you see? God is working in your affliction, not after, in the affliction. Uh, God brings his, his peace in the midst of the storm. God brings his rest in the midst of the battle. And yes, God brings his blessing in the midst of the affliction. Now, here's what's really interesting. Affliction is mentioned throughout Psalm 119 in multiple sections. In fact, at least seven times. And by by the time we're done, I'm going to show you uh, these mentions of affliction because they reveal to us the blessings of affliction, what God is doing in the midst of all that. You remember that I said to you that Psalm 119 really covers the gamut of life. It covers youth and old age. It covers the private world and the public world. It covers the good, the bad, the ugly. God is all-sufficient in every situation, and that's good because affliction takes many forms. I don't know what affliction you're going through today. It could be physical. It could be mental. It could be emotional. It could be marital, relational, financial, spiritual. I have no idea. But I know this. In the affliction, God is working. So what are some of those blessings? Well, first of all, the first great blessing in affliction is that the Word of God comes alive to us there. You heard it in verse 50. This is my comfort in my affliction, for thy word hath quickened me. Again, in verse number 71, it is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. That's powerful, isn't it? God says you're going to learn the word in the school of affliction in a way that you could not anywhere else. We don't like that, but that's how the Lord holds class, you see. Uh, He not only gives comfort, through the word, he gives instruction through the word. And then, again, in verse number 92, unless thy law had been my delights, I should then have perished in mine affliction. 
So the Word of God in our affliction not only gives comfort and instruction, it gives delight. What a unique word, an unusual uh, word to connect to affliction. Delight? I mean, I'm not delighting that I'm in going through this affliction. No, but I'm delighting in the Lord and in the Word in the midst of my affliction. It is the Word that gives you the joy, that gives you the strength to get through the affliction. So the first great blessing of affliction is the Word of God comes alive to you. I can testify that at one of the hardest seasons of my life, when I was struggling more than any other time, God's Word just came alive to me. And now, God's Word is alive. It's always a living book. But God will connect it to you at certain seasons of your life in a unique way, and affliction is one of those. And then, not only does the Word come alive, but our heart get, gets turned to God in affliction. Verse 67 says, Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now have I kept thy word. You hear the before and the now? You ever see a before and after photo? And so, in the context of affliction, God says, I am, I'm turning you. I'm putting you on the right path. God's promises will turn us to his faithfulness. God's precepts will turn us to his holiness. But God is always turning us to himself. And then, in the affliction, not only does the word come alive and the heart get turned, but the Lord himself becomes increasingly precious to us. In fact, the very next verse, right after the verse I just read to you, Psalm 119 verse 68 says, Thou art good and doest good. Teach me thy statutes. The, the proud have forged a lie against me, but I will keep thy precepts with my whole heart. Their heart is as fat as grease, but I delight in thy law. It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. The law of thy mouth is better unto me than thousands of gold and silver. Do you see how God is good and God does good, and it is good that we are afflicted? All these good things. What's happening here? The affliction hasn't gone away, but the Lord seems so near now. The Lord is increasingly precious to the psalmist. In your affliction, draw nigh to God. Don't let your affliction be a wedge between you and God. Let it be a prod that pushes you closer to the Lord. You see, anything, everything that points you to God is a gift. So that means even your affliction can be God's gift to you if it is helping you come nearer and nearer to God. You know, sometimes you can get so fixated on people and on problems when you ought to be concentrated on God. I would challenge you, read ahead a little bit. Read the section of verse 73 down to about verse 80 because what a blessing it is, all that God is doing in the midst of the affliction. In fact, listen to verse 75. I know, O Lord, that thy judgments are right and that thou in faithfulness hast afflicted me. God will reveal his faithfulness, his trustworthiness to you in the midst of your affliction in a way that honestly exceeds any other method of teaching there is. In our affliction, what a blessing. The word comes alive. The heart gets turned. The Lord becomes increasingly precious to us. And then a fourth one, in affliction, the believer learns to pray and believe God. Listen to the final two references. In Psalm 107, we read this, I am afflicted very much. Quicken me, O Lord, according unto thy word. And then verse 153, Consider mine affliction and deliver me, for I do not forget thy law. 
What is he doing? He's exercising faith and he's praying. And by the way, both of those are essential. The act of prayer and the attitude of faith, you've got to have them both. But here's what God's going to do. In your affliction, you're going to learn to trust him. In your affliction, you're going to learn to pray. It's God's great school of faith and prayer. The word of God is going to become the believer's prayer book. And the whole world is going to become the believer's prayer closet. Every Gethsemane is an invitation to pray. Every heartbreaking event in your life, every desertion, uh, every tear, every lonely night, every affliction is God's invitation to throw it on him, cast all your care upon God for he careth for you, and simply tell God about it. What a blessing that in our affliction, the word comes alive, our heart is turned, the Lord becomes increasingly precious, and the believer learns to pray and trust God for much more. Would you meditate on this today, that in the affliction, God is bringing his greatest blessings. All you need is found in the Word of God. As you learn it and apply it, you will come to know the God of the Word more and more. Our prayer today is that you will grow in your understanding of Scripture and your love for the one who gave it. You may find additional resources for Bible study at our online home. Visit enjoyingthejourney.org today. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for your prayers, support, and thanks for sharing the Enjoying the Journey studies with others.